Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Hello, Tallahassee. Wow, America is burning. Yes, it is. Listen to this. As we go to air tonight, the United States of America is unraveling for all the world to see as race riots leave many of the nation's biggest cities burning in almost unimaginable scenes. Across the country, police are in the line of fire, facing the rage of protesters following the death of a black man at the hands of officers. The wave of violence has now washed across 29 cities from New York, Los Angeles, New Orleans, Seattle, and Minneapolis, ground zero for that anger and outrage now being vented by so many Americans. We have our US team on the ground. Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney begins our coverage. Police unleash force. In a country gone to hell. A loaded assault rifle snatched by a private guard at gunpoint as officers dangerously outnumbered surrounded officers being chased by the the group here their cars on fire looters take over a saturday night anarchy reigns through america this is beverly hills high-end stores looted famous shopping center the grove cleaned out and burning fairfax near hollywood a battleground L.A. has survived a history of race riots. It's in one again. Boy, there's something else. Listening to that live events. Yes. And just think if you were in the midst of all that mm-hmm. instead of watching it on TV. Not the kid. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It brings back memories of the 60s. Yes, When we were out there uh, uh, doing things. But you know what? With all that rioting that's been going on, did we forget the pandemic is still going on, JC? I must be. So now is the time has come to look towards the mark of a higher calling. Yeah. As in Philippians 3.14, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of Jehovah and Jesus Christ. Yes. And this statement Paul makes in ensuring that he is pursuing God, not his own heart. Oh boy, Paul, we, we need you now. Yes. And God, true, America is burning. And it will continue to burn unless we turn our hearts, our minds, and spirit to God. He is only looking for a few faithful followers. It is a sight to see because just like you said, Pastor, it brings back memories of almost 50 years ago during the civil rights unrest. Our own descendants, I'm sure some of those young folks that are out there now, do they know about Emmett Till? Yeah. A. Philip Randolph, Daisy Bates, Dorothy Cotton, and Reverend H.K. Matthews, who was right out of Pensacola. That's right. These are unknown heroes that folks don't know about because we know about all the rest. We know about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, but there are some of those who were in the background who were fighting for rights who did an awesome job. 
and these into addition other ones like ourselves i know you were in the midst of some of yes that. oh my goodness uh, but i was not <laughs> I, I i guess i was a, a true law and order citizen i had to follow the rules praise god but you know what Listening, JC and I, we had taken off last week. We yep. replayed the show, and we didn't realize until Thursday that this was going, that on. This was yep. going on. It was on Friday. We didn't realize it was until Friday afternoon that we realized that America was burning yes. because we had not listened to the radio or yep. we weren't on TV. Yep. So we, taught, we totally missed it. So it became as a total shock. And all I can see is that God was not in the midst of what was going on in America. Well, let's uh, remember, we were about our father's business. We were yes. feeding people. Yes. So we had no time to be hearing or seeing that which was uh, unreal. Almost it was like walking in dream state. Yeah. It's un so all I know is that God, we need you. And you'll see from today's show how it's our duty yes. in this world to become the trailblazers for the world to see how we are to act in such a chaotic world. Not only the other way around, because this is going on throughout the, the world. Exactly. Oh, I'm my just goodness. Here. You know, both JC and I, we want to show how standing with Jehovah empowers us to make a difference in this world. I believe that our duty as a believer must highlight that following him, the almighty, is a better solution than what we're seeing right now. And it is, because since we were following the process of feeding people, we didn't have time for nonsense yeah. because we are about our father's business. And it wears you out working with your people now. Yes, it does. <laughs> so let's lay the groundwork, uh, groundwork for today's program by providing the uh, backdrop of how we believe that COVID-19 is not the real issue today, but our lack of holiness. Yes. And we want to provide some tools to you to deal with the current, and you know it's coming, Future pandemics. Yes, it's like future holocausts. Yes, future looting. Uh, I have nothing against the protesters. I believe that is our God-given right, even to protest. But the looting and burning is something totally different. And thirdly, we need to pray and unite so God will hear our plea for deliverance. And we're going to go back to our favorite verse. Yes. 2 Chronicles 7.13. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their what? Wicked. Wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We need healing today, God. ladies and gentlemen. So we trust the show will open up some eyes and ears to what 
uh, we need to be about today. Praise God. This this uh, uh, take this here some from uh, some more of the issues of the protesters and the rioters. Uh, in my belief, they're not caring about anyone else except themselves, and surely they don't care about the victim George Floyd, who got buried in the situation. Exactly. It started off the protests uh, when we first saw that. We knew and said that, oh, he was killed right there when they yes. lifted him up on the stretcher. Yes. You could see that he was gone. Lifeless. You know, he was lifeless at that point, not later on, not at the hospital. He was done right there. And it was an abomination uh, from the Almighty and for us to be able to witness that. So we understand the pain, the anger, and the frustration of like all peoples who have compassion for another human being. And for that to happen and then to have peaceful people outside uh, protesting of uh, and 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 showing up for support. Yes, and then as always, that takes that bad apple, that bad seed. They're going to take it and turn it away and made it into a violent situation. So, what JC said, America is burning and people are dying. People are having, we just come off the pandemic. That's why we took up because we got tired of being locked up. (laughs) So, now locked inside, not locked up. You got to be careful now. We were locked inside and now it's time to for us to go out. So, hey, just uh, stay tuned. Listen to uh, America burning. The situation here in Santa Monica, California is very fluid. You can see police here now firing tear gas into the crowd. They are trying to push these folks back. Earlier today, just a few blocks away, there was looting underway nearby. Police seem to have had enough. The nation erupted into scenes of chaos, violence, and widespread destruction into the early morning hours. Dozens of American cities up in flames after some protests turned into riots, often followed by looting as a nation simmering with unrest unraveled. How long can you be peaceful when your people are dying? Ma'am, can I speak to you? I'm with KTLA News. Tell me why you're here today and why it's so important. We can't stand silent anymore. There's no justice, so there's no peace. We're here for justice for George Floyd and everyone that has lost their lives before now. It's the end to systematic racism, and we're not stopping until there's justice. In Los Angeles, hours before a curfew was ordered, the city became a war zone. After attempting to breach television studios, large groups torched police cruisers as officers fired back with rubber bullets. Before nightfall, the looting began. Department stores, jewelers, and high-end apparel shops trashed by unruly mobs. The mayor calling on the governor to dispatch the National Guard for the first time since the Rodney King riots in 1992. Strikingly similar scenes and issues of injustice, 28 years apart. We've seen this before in Los Angeles. When the violence escalates, no one wins. Wow, that's all I can say. Yes, that's all Woo. anyone can say. Lord, right we need you right now. Yes. But before we get started, 
you know, <laughs> we want to please visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spile and Wellness Center. I recommend him highly. And uh, because uh, now all you protesters out there, some of your bones, you might need a chiropractor. You might need some, you might have some headaches. People out there, he has a way for you. If you want to lose weight, if you have some back pains, see Dr. Elton Powell. He's at, uh, uh, call him at 402-9061 and let him know that the Stone Builders referred you over, Pastor Gary, or you go to his website, dynamicspineandwellness.com and stay tuned and we'll be right back. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. We're your neighbors. We're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Well, thank you for staying tuned. Uh, we're back. So before we get started, you can listen at your convenience. All our previous Stone Builder shows on either iTunes, Google yes. Music, yes. TuneIn, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. or Spotify. Yep. Also, become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift of any amount on our website, WeLivingStones.org, or a hey, word modern times, Cash App, a dollar sign L Stones 51. That's dollar sign L Stones 51. Now, 
we got a lot to cover, so let's jump right in. Oh, lots. I just can't believe it. Do you know that it's been since March 16th, 2020, that we've been shut down due to COVID-19? So I do understand people having an itch to get outside. I know that's what we did. Uh, That's almost 12 weeks that the government Mm. locally counties, states, as well as schools, businesses, organizations, agencies, nonprofits, churches yes. have been closed. Um, let's let's face it, if you're a normal human being, social distancing and all the hand washing and cleaning has taken its toll. I have to admit, though, uh, I have stuck out to a few places and it is nice to see things cleaner (laughs) Uh, we are made for human contact and not social distancing Uh, but believe it or not there's no guarantee that it really worked not even wearing the mask or the hand scrubbing and what's been happening people were saying it does work and then other uh, you know people say it doesn't work I mean you got even the doctors confused over whether it does or doesn't so what are we missing during this epidemic or yes. pandemic since it's worldwide maybe god church people our families mm. um, i know even families uh now that they've had to do some tutoring and yeah. homeschooling, homeschooling right, a right. lot of parents are upset So there are a number of key issues that affect our community, especially our black community. And all of this is happening during one of the highest of holy days. Yes. Shabbat. Leviticus 23.15 says, And you shall count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, Seven uh, Sabbath shall be completed. So, Pastor, I know you're going to explain Shabbat a little bit more, but this is a time of refreshing. And we're having the occurrences we're having now. That's kind of an insult to the Almighty. This is a holy time mm-hmm. of the year yeah. from Thursday to Saturday night sundown is Shabbat which is a holy time. And during this holy time, chaos and violence and burning law and disorder Mm -hmm. towards the law, total panamanian was going on during the most high day of Shabbat. And it's a two-day holiday that began on sundown on the 5th of Selvan and lasting until nightfall on the 7th of Selvan, which is May 28th through the 30th. In Israel, uh, the Israelite, it is a one-day holiday ending at nightfall. The word Shabbat means weeks. It celebrates the completion of a seven-week Omer counting period between Passover and Savat. The Torah, the Tenth Commandment, was given by Jehovah to the Israelites on Mount Sinai over 3,000 3, ago. Wow. Uh, God, Moses went up. Yes. Mount Sinai, God gave him two stones, the yes. Tenth Commandments. 
It seems like we're broke every commandment of this. Just like when, yeah. when Moses well, came we, down <laughs> and saw that the, the, the Israelites were acting crazy yes, and stupid and, and uh, parting with the burning calf and riotous living sin and everything, that they dropped the stones and broke the stones of oh, God. Uh, as that doesn't appear much has changed, has it? Oh, my, 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 my. You know what? <laughs> oh, God. Every year, the holiday of Shabbat, we renew our acceptance of Jehovah's gift, and Jehovah re-gives it to us through the Torah, which is basically the five books of the Old, Old Testament. Testament. Amen. The giving of the Torah is a far-reaching spiritual event, one that touches the essence of the Israelites for all times. Our sages have compared it to a wedding between the Almighty and the Israelite people because God loves the Israelites. Yes. They're his favorite people. Yes. Uh, Adam, Jacob, <laughs> Moses, you know, Noah, King David. Those are all the, that's that seed there. Shavuot means oaths. For on this day, the Almighty swore eternal devotion to us, and we in turn pledged everlasting loyalty to him. Mm. In ancient times, two wheat loaves would be offered in the holy temple on Shabbat. It was also at a time that people would begin to bring, uh, was it, Bekarim, mm. their first fruits. We choice covered that. Fruits. Yes, we, we got to make the choice. We covered first fruits. Go back and to listen to uh, some of our previous shows where we deal with first fruits to thank the Almighty for the bounty that was provided through His grace. So here it is, one of the most holy days, and everyone is in darkness, and no one realizes. What's happening? Voices are silent out there. All you hear is the chaos. You don't hear the voice of leadership. Uh, those folks it, don't have no leader. Yeah, they don't. They and don't what, have those folks who call themselves leaders out there right now, black and white. Those they don't listen to them. Well, one of the things when you were talking about the, the bounty that we have had in America has been so plentiful. I, I know people are discouraged. People are unhappy about not, what uh, not only happened to one particular black man, but the black man and woman and both all races yes. that are being oppressed. But you're in a country where your opportunity is boundless as far as I'm concerned. And I know I grew up in the projects. So yes. I know what my opportunity was. <laughs> and I started out believing yes. that God was not finished with me then. And trust me, 18 years when I was 18 and I was getting ready to go out on my own, that's a long time ago. And I have to be thankful and grateful yes. for what, what God has brought me through. So at the same time, we're seeing the interaction between whites and the police versus blacks and the police. And they have two separate meanings. I think, Pastor, you found some material just published by the New York Times. Uh, this speaks volumes 
on how this lays the groundwork of what is largely, largely missing from our community. The rise of mass incarceration of the last half century has turned imprisonment into a dominant feature of modern life for black Americans. Yes, it is. Large numbers of black men are missing from their communities. So there's no marriage. Mm -hmm. There's no care for children, father absence, or we see aging parents. And then we see these same aging parents taking care of their children's children because of mass incarceration. So many others suffer from permanent economic or psychological damage, struggling to find work after they leave prison. And I have to say, during our time period, that wasn't a big uh, condition that we grew up in. Men were working in the steel mills. Yes. They were leaving for work every day. I, I don't care what, even if we lived in the projects, they were going to work. Yes. Somehow, we're not doing that now. You know, since 2009, uh, JC and I have been involved in uh, uh, children, inmates, uh, people who have been incarcerated. Yes. And matter of fact, I became a volunteer and taught several curriculums in prison to help those men and women when they returned home, they would have some skill sets or a plan of action that they yes. can implement once they get out, plus career opportunities that they can go after so it wouldn't be an issue. And since that time, there was over 100,000 men and women who were incarcerated during that time here in Florida. And there's a like over 30% of them will return to prison within, within a couple of years. Yeah. And, uh, and being in prison, um, I would say I was at, I became, they actually hired me as a chaplain. I was a chaplain out there for 2000, well, about two and a half years. And so to see most of the population looking like me, yes, young, old generations, fathers yes. and grandfathers, Grandfathers and son grandsons incarcerated, separated by just offense. That's why there's anger for one by many blacks within the community. We're just mad. Yes. People out there, they're mad. And I'm not upset with them being mad. It's the violent part where you got to yes. be destructive and uh, to do that. And it's like you burn down a target and you're still in the TVs or you're going, you burn down a weave store so you can still weave and nail polish and eyebrows. Come on now. That's that's what I got issues with. You know, God, you still you got a 65 inch television set trying to put it into a back of a car and it won't even fit. You know, and you riding down the street with your car door open. All right, let me go back. But just, you know what? Just recently here in Tallahassee, there's been three killings by blacks by police. And often it goes on all the time here in our community. Yes. I mean, we have a very high crime rate yes, it is. based even on Florida, even though we have a smaller population. But per capita, our yes. crime right. and death is a higher than Miami. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And um, so I know we had these occurrences. It's like, oh, my goodness. And, and men who are released from prison, uh, sometimes they call it suicide by cop because of the one of the recent killings was, you know, it was a female who came out and 
recently she came recently out. came out and killed someone and was on her way to kill somebody else and threatened to kill the cops on Facebook Live. And so, and she said she was going out. Yes, she was. Uh, she like uh, who Sundance Kid and right. Butch Cassidy. She, they were going. She was going out like that. So, a recent study by Patrick Bear um, and Kerwin Coffee they found that twenty seven percent of black men in the prime working years of their lives, which is between ages 25 and 54, didn't report a single dollar of income in 2014. Wow. Reason why? They're incarcerated. Mass incarceration. That's what we no got jobs. Yep. They're locked up. Yeah. The prime of their life. Yeah. No skills. Or if they had a skill, you could be locked up. You know you could be locked up and you have a full-time job doing well, but you have a child support issue. And if uh, you can't, if you're not paying your child support and she reports you, you know that they will lock you up. That's you right. lose your job yep. and you sitting there no longer making income. Oh, God, help us, Father. Ah, Father, we need you right now. And one of the other things that we uh, talked about when you talk about not earning income here, even in Tallahassee, we have our own promise zone area. And the average income for those living in that area is $14,000, which is border between Southside through Frenchtown and as far north as Tharp Avenue. So the rise of mass incarceration over the last half century has turned imprisonment into a dominant feature for most of our male black Americans. Uh, and like we said before, large numbers of black men are missing from their communities. Many others suffer from permanent economic or psychological damage, struggling to find work after they leave prison. You know, close to 10% of black men in their 30s are behind bars at any given day. Mm. And the incarceration rate for black men are twice as high as those of Hispanic men, five times higher than those of white men, and at least 25 times higher than black women, Hispanic women, or White women. Yes. So, and now with this riding going on, just know that there's going to be a high percentage across the United States of blacks being arrested. arrested. And now have a stain on their record. And uh, so, yeah. This is something. That's the New York Times. Yes, it's a crazy time. And, And for most white Americans... Outside of what we've seen recently, interactions with the police happens rarely, and they're often respectful or even friendly. Uh, many uh, white people don't even know a single person who cur- who's currently behind bars. That might have changed within the last 50 years, but a lot of them do not. But in many black communities, that's what you talked about, that the high percentage of black males that are in prison. So, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that was so sad to see is I love the diversity of the protesters. It was a lot of young, whites, blacks, Hispanics. They were riding too and tearing up too. Well, but I was going to say it was a lot of diversity, 
but it wasn't until when the when it became evening that it turned into an ugly mom scene and all i'm going to be looking at for futures down the month and even those people who are going to be looking down uh, the months to come is when they wake up that morning and can't go out to get milk yes. groceries can't go out and get uh diapers for their children can't go out and get the simple things because they actually burn down their about 130 buildings within, were burned down within in their location in Indianapolis. Now I know there's some other uh, controversies about who may have really burned down um, those communities, but that is unbounded right now because we could see with our own eyes what was going on, and it was just a sad state of affairs. Yeah, it's just so sad that uh, this is going on uh, across America. That uh, that you resorted to violence and you're destroying, especially coming after the shutdown. Yes, over forty million people have Our lost work. their jobs yep. and have been on unemployment. And now that the country was opening back up again, those people from across the United States who have lost their businesses, they've already lost income. Because yeah, they haven't been open, open yeah. and now to have my business lost, and everybody thinks that insurance is going to cover everything. Not everything. Insurance doesn't have. And so if you got insurance, that's true. And insurance is it premiums. I know what we pay in our insurance. Yes. And, and sometimes that's that's not an easy not to feel it sometimes. And so to be able to have all this wiped out in Minnesota and plus across the United States, where people now. Do not have jobs. Innocent people yes. who have a business, you know, black businesses, white businesses, it doesn't matter. You know, you had an operation where you had, uh, you were providing goods and services and someone wanted to take it away from you and they did. That's sad. It is. Well, we're going to uh, take time to recognize our sponsors again and come back with some of the reactions that we've seen uh, during this show. If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. 
guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We're back. Wow, this has been an eye-opener. And so many times I think man realizes that justice is a good thing because even just watching some of the TV coverage, I'm so appalled. I said, I just can't believe people are doing that. And sometimes we need to look at uh, virtue that promises uh, uh Resuscitate in inequity, but equity comes from putting in the work. And we think of things as good things, and and this is good, that's bad, bad. We believe that wrongdoers will get their just desserts. Um, We know that in practice, but a lot of times that doesn't happen. I mean, look at how much upheaval occurred when O.J. Simpson was found innocent. Blacks were happy, but then on the other hand, whites were not. So it goes both ways. And I think a lot of times we say that um, it's going to work out in the real world. But real just, you know, the the justice that we say is real is very rare or it seems that way. We may think of blind justice or lady justice. I was always amazed who came up with that. I guess I'm gonna have to look back and look at some research and think about it until right now. But the statue you see in front of courts is blindfolded. She's holding a set of scales that are balanced. <laughs> she must one be peeking underneath, right? In a sword <laughs> in the other, showing that there is fair judgment on one hand, but there's also the authority to punish. But the scales of justice are can be altered based yeah. on having money. Because those uh, blacks, if we say mass incarceration, a lot of them can't afford the attorneys that possibly right. can help them out. So if you got the money, you pay for better attorneys. Or you get what's what's it called? The, um, the defenders, the public, public defenders. defenders. And not saying they're not good, but a lot of times they, they're not going to be looking out possibly for your best interests. Um, well, Pastor, what do we believe? Um, Ephesians 2, 4 through 7 said, But God, yes. see, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Yeshua. By grace, you have been saved. It's not by good works, Uh ladies and gentlemen. It is by grace. Grace. And we were raised, and he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Yeshua. That in the ages to come, 
he might show the exceeding riches of his grace his and his, grace. his kindness towards us mm. as in Christ Jesus. Because let's face mm. it, if we had to be that scale weighed, boy, we'd be on the <laughs> be punishment. Yes, it would. <laughs> all the way down to the ground. We would not mm. be have that balance. And yeah. I think that's what he came for mm-hmm. and to do for us. And I'm fortunate I'm hoping that people will wake up and see they need to be on the good side of grace. You got to sing that. Your grace (laughs) and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. You You know, all authority for law and justice resides in Elohim. Yes, it does. When Elohim is taken out of the picture, darkness and chaos dominates. Yes. Elohim clearly delineates good from bad and right from wrong. What he commands is good. The thing which the Almighty forbids are bad for us. Yes. If the Almighty says something, it should never be thrown aside. Laws have penalties when they are transgressed. Yes, they do. The Almighty, not he's not a hanging judge. He prefers that a sinner. Oh, wait till he come back. We got we got hey, you gotta go back to these past shows. <laughs> he prefers that a sinner repents and gives them time to change and repent. Yes. Elohim's laws, they're designed to create a better life and more perfect life and character are not an in in themselves, but should become integral part of all of us. When sin becomes woven into our character, life becomes complicated. Yes, it does. Sin or crime has domino consequences rippling through many generations. Yes. And I had said that earlier right. about, uh, I've been in prison where I had a, a father and a son. Uh, the son was at the at the, the main unit and the father was in the annex. And you can see, you know, if you go to a certain part of the prison compound, you can see where everybody was going. The father saw his son and the son said, so how you like me now, dad? Ooh, wow, God. Woo! We never commit sin in a vacuum, but inevitably involve our families and ultimately brings curses to the rest of the entire human family. Sin destroys life. And it is so true when you relay that story about the son and his father. That gave me goosebumps because the father never took the time to be in his son's life when he was able. And the son always felt like he was never good enough. Yeah. And here, and so, so the you know dichotomy of dad, how do you how how do you like me now? Just shows you that he took on that evil that his father was able to to stay in the bay. Uh, that's why we see lawlessness in the streets right yeah, now. God's not out there. Yeah, he is not. There is room for protesting. 
But tearing down buildings and looting are not justice, especially in your own community. When are you going to wake up tomorrow? Tarjay is going to be burned out. <laughs> Tarjay. Target closed their stores nationwide. Yes. So why is it when they were in Ferguson? Yeah. Up in the why is everybody Baltimore? Yeah. Why are they after Target? Yeah, I don't. Well, probably because it's one step up, maybe from Walmart. Oh I don't know. my God. <laughs> So does real justice even exist? Well, yes, it does. But real justice, true justice is not human. True justice is divine. And divine justice is always right and true. Yet even divine justice, as right and true as it is, leans heavily towards mercy and kindness because to be honestly truthful if God turned his back on us right now we would all fall into utter chaos it would be void and dark there is only this is the only possibility because the penalty for sin has been paid Mm. by Yeshua Yes, if the penalty was not paid God being who he is God of truth and justice sounds like uh, uh, the Avengers (laughs) would have to enact the penalty and he does and he will. Simon and Mora. he's on his way. <laughs> Simon and Gomorrah. We've he seen those plagues on yes, Egypt. Yes, we've oh, seen what he can do. God. So I think people need to become aware of his power. You know, that scripture in Deuteronomy where he turns his back on you while yes. you're groping yes. at noontime because it's dark as, as noontime. <laughs> and that's what's happening. People are out there groping. They're intimidating the law. Uh, the, 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 the law. I mean, one thing seen, there was a female uh, that was actually slapping a police officer, mm-hmm. slapped him, and the police officer didn't retaliate. She was all in his face. And then another police officer came and hit her and knocked her out. And it's like, wow, that seemed like that was justifiable because she was just, she was big as the cops yeah. and she was all up in your Why? What rage? What created so much rage? You said the magic word, rage. I believe that when children are not covered, do not have the fathers in their households or not handling that rage, if it's not handled then, will come out to what we're seeing right now. Yes. And it is biblical. It talks about children not being raised up the way they should, trained up in the way they should be, that they will become like ravishing wolves. And all those young folks, it seemed like from middle school to master's degree program age group. Yep. When they go home at night, their parents. Yes, there used know. to be a commercial. Do you know where your children are? Yep, exactly. These parents in United States of America, you know where your child is at because or they been. came home with extra items, or maybe they didn't. But you know, you know that your kids were doing what they were doing. That's why Elohim he wants us 
to make proper judgments yes. right now. If we are not making proper judgments, we're going to make bad decisions. Yes. And we're going to end up someplace else off the path to the kingdom of God. Amen. So we need to understand these principles I want to share with you. And I want to give you today a, a several of them from God's word. Now we're going to start with the principle of justice. In Genesis 1-1, it states, in the beginning, God. That's the first principle of justice that we need to understand. God is first. first yes. Elohim was there at the beginning. He has always been there. And since he is first, He's all powerful. He is El Shaddai and all of these attributes that he has. He is the ultimate foundation of everything. Yes. But then there is the next word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm. What this shows is that Elohim acted and he made all things yes. based on his act, based on his word, based on his actions. Genesis 1, 26, 27, it says, then God said, let us make man in, in our, our image, image. Thank you. according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Even those spiders we don't like. Yes. And you got them snakes or, you don't like, no, or those no. geikos. I can't stand them geikos. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. We are created in his image. And he created him, male and female, he created them. In Genesis 1.31, then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was, it was very good. I love that. I love that. I love that. Because what he saw, his creation, he spoke the word, it became action, concrete, and he looked at it and said it was good. What what we see here in Genesis 1 is not only that he is and that he created, he established the environment in which we live. And that's yeah. the same thing that we should be doing. We should see, mm -hmm. we should speak that word, we should make it come alive, it becomes action. And when we look at it, it was good. We can say it is good. I don't think those looters can say this is good. I yes, can't right. say that burning and tearing down a building, I can look at that and say it is good. You spoke the words that yes. you were in support of George Floyd, but you came out and did something totally the opposite. That's when you should have put words to action. Yes. How many of our registered to vote yes. and vote in yes. who you want to vote in that's going to, to to do that? I Even though there's systematic racism, God knows we have confronted racism all our lives. When we moved, first moved into York, Pennsylvania, when we moved into York, we went to look at a house and the first time we go back, we walk up through the back and little kids 
kids, five, six years old, first thing they said to JC and I, look at these coons coming. Mm. These are some coons. Y'all coons gonna move next door? And this is 1983 yeah. that we're being called the coon. I looked at JC, dang, I ain't been called a coon since 1956. I've never been called a coon, so I didn't know who they were talking about. We didn't up- know that was they was talking about. <laughs> so we bought so even though there might be sis that does not stop you from right. overcoming because I was made in his image I have the power and authority to overcome every obstacle right. so God says don't fish don't eat don't right. work don't eat. eat that's right so even though that might be out there, that should not stop you. If anything, you should be doing business with each other. That's one thing that the other ethnic groups do. Think of Chinese deal with Chinese, Japanese deal with Japanese, and now the the Irish deal with the Irish. Everybody built up their own community, but black folks don't want to do business with black folks. That's right, I said it. (laughs) You don't want to support each other, and you're looking for the government for answers, but the government is not the answers. The government is just a regulator. You should be able to buy your own home, build your, you know what? Build your own community. Hey, I'm all for that and that's why whenever we look whatever we've been trailblazers I have to say that about Pastor and I we have blazed trails through every town through every city through every business with the type of business we were doing back during the the 70s and the 80s and the the 90s 90s, were put us far beyond where most black businesses were and still probably to this day I mean we still have trained up probably half the industry who were doing systems integration on buses and rail cars that's what I'm talking about despite we couldn't get loans despite when we did have credit lines they were always recalling them despite they said you can't do this business because you don't have any money those are things (laughs) we were overcomers if you said we couldn't have something that means we watch me we're going to go up above below through it in it Mm -hmm. and we allow God to set the bounds for everything because he said we could do all things one door shuts yep another one will open and it always did Jehovah sets all the physical laws in motion. You have to believe that. He sets the stars in the sky. He made all the animals, the trees, the floor. If he made all of this. Yes, and how, you're in his image Right, too? how would you limit yourself that you can't accomplish anything? He made everything for our benefit. And then he made us. Yes. He made Adam and then he made Eve. And then we, as we see in verses 26 and 28 of Genesis 21, he gave man instruction. He didn't say burn and loot and tear up. And he gave us dominion and authority over the earth. So what? We're battling God now? You think you're going to win? <laughs> Your arms are too short to box with God. God. I love that. And that was the best play ever. And let me tell you, we can't stand alone without him. That's we right. need him. You know, what happens if we take the Almighty out of our picture? Mm. Well, we see in verse 
2 of Genesis that the earth was without form and mm. void and darkness was on the face of the deep. Yes. That's why what had come from destruction when Satan ruled. Right. So that is the first principle of justice, that God is first. Yes, he is. God established everything. The Almighty is the authority. Yes, he is. You know what? He gave his son, who picked up the mantle, that laid down his life, so we may have more life and more abundantly. And he's the one who tells us that, I can do all things. Yes. So we have a lot of, so what that showed us out there, we have work to do. The church has, the believers, we have work, work to do yes. for all those people who are riders, all those folks. You know, a lot of them know who the truth is. They oh, know they who do. the Almighty they is. They do. But sometimes, you know how that Satan is. I got God on the right side, that scale, and I got the deceiver on the left side. You know you ain't supposed to break into that building. Well, go ahead, break, throw that brick, throw that brick. You know you ain't supposed to burn up that police car. Go ahead, throw that fire arm. There's a gun in there. Grab the gun. You know you ain't supposed to break into Foot Locker. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, but I can sell those tennis shoes and everything else like that. You know, so you have the choice to make the decision on whether I'm going to do right or whether I'm going to do it. Who are you going to serve? Yeah, but remember, Romans 1, God spoke and said that they idolized the creation more than the creator. Mm. And that's why they can do the things that they can do. Let's take a short break so my blood pressure can come <laughs> down. Hey, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702 or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501c3 nonprofit. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and me, JC. And we are praying that you're enjoying the show with us. So now we've come down to the point where we got to find out what do we, what action do we take now? Yes. You know, we did some background. We looked at some things that would help us to kind of build up our, uh, just our faith and our belief. But I wanted you to listen to this young lady who was uh, Letitia Wright, who gave her testimony in the Black Panther movie. And why, she was an actress in the, she Black, was an actress in yeah. the Black Panther movie. And why she gave um, her testimony and what she was looking for, because she was lost. 
Which then, one was she? Was she the she Black Panther's sister. sister? She was oh, the sister okay. who was the inventor, inventor okay. of all the, the gadgets. So listen to her testimony. I think it would be great for you to hear because I believe this is where we need to be. I was pretty much going through life. I had all of these ambitions and all of these things that I really wanted to do. But I was also just dealing with like some dark stuff that I wasn't like unboxing it and like trying to solve it. I just knew something was wrong. I was not fulfilled by life. Even if I booked an acting job, it was like, what's the next acting job? If I had money in my pocket, it was like, how much more money can I have? What else can I get from this? It's like nothing literally satisfied. And I just knew something was up. I just knew that this can't be life. But thankfully, um, my friend, yeah, my friend um, called me one day and he was just talking to me. He's just like, God told me to call you and tell you that you're not in a good place. I can tell you about Jesus and his spirit set me free. So I'm just sharing it with you. And in that sentence was like the interest just clicked and he gave me uh, Matthew 6, 33. Matthew 6 verse 33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added on. The first time I read it, I just see seek first the kingdom. As I started to read the different verses and the different versions, it just basically said, keep your eyes on God. In, in its entirety, that's what it meant. I just, I just got really hungry and I really just kept feeding myself on the word and the gospels are just my favorite. Like literally all of those, you know, amazing red letters are just, you know, so impactful and just brought life to me. I'm able to, you know, have an app that gives me scriptures and, and gives me breakdown. Then you see a, a verse and it literally brings your mind back into alignment to what God wants you to be and, and who God wants you to be. I knew something happened. I knew there was something different in my spirit. I felt free and my mind wasn't tripping anymore. It was like, I'm actually free. Wow, totally awesome. What God can do when you give your life over to him and submit thy will to him so that his will can work through you. So once again, I can do all things. Yes through Christ who strengthens me. And Genesis 2, uh, 15 through 17 contains another principle of justice. Yes, because we talked about him. And it's found in the last phase, phrase of verse 17. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. That was a trio. That's what the Almighty told to Adam. Yes. You know, laws have penalties when they are broken. This principle's most basic expression is that the breaking of law incurs a penalty. Mm. If you do the crime, yep. you have to serve the time. If you cross the line, you have to go pay the fine. There is something here that we have to understand and distinguish between human law and godly law. And that is found in the phrase, for in the day. All right. You know, breaking the Almighty's law incurs the death penalty. And more than that, 
The sentence is read, although it is not executed immediately upon transgression. Mm. So when you sin, the Almighty has already made the judgment and passed the sentence. But he withholds the execution of the penalty almost all the time mm. until you hear that trumpet. You got to go listen to the trumpet call. You hear that trumpet call. You Second Peter uh, 3, 9 says... The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, mm. as some count slackness, but is long suffering towards us, Thank you, Jesus. not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, believers, mm. we need to repent. And I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. Clean me up, Jesus. I didn't mean to hurt you or desert you because I love you so much. I admit it. Yes, you did it. <laughs> that I did it. That I didn't mean to let you down. Sweet Jesus, turn my life around and give me. Wow. Another chance. I need another chance right now for singing that song, hurting everybody's eardrums. (laughs) I'm making a joyful noise. Yes, but I love it because that song was so appropriate to give us another chance. And that's one the testimony of the young lady, Tisha Wright, the actress, that's when she was missing something. Yes. She knew she was Mm. missing. I mean, she had everything. She was making money. She changed. She said now she could have access to more and better things, but something was missing. So divine justice, on the other hand, because Christ died for our sons, Yeshua died for our sins. Leans towards kindness and mercy. We know war is hell. Yes. Heck, General George S. Patton, remember from World War II, who fought, who ought to know as he fought his way through the biggest of them all. Mankind is also separated by offenses between friends, Mm. family feuds, trial separations, divorce, over the backyard fence. How about you, neighbors? Yes, political battles uh, between rival factions that we see big time now. Games riding over turf, production crippling strikes, race riots, and civil wars. And one of the biggest, when it talks about offenses, are family members who keep things from from long ago and yeah. still can't walk past it. Man has become so divided that we consider few places in either city or country to be safe any longer. Yeah, and right. you know, it's it's one of those things when we started hearing about all the killings in in around in and around our neighborhood, it's like, well man, can I walk to my car? <laughs> right. Can I go in my yard? Can I look at my garden? What are our answers? Mm, And there can be only one. Yeah. Do not put your trust in princes, Mm. nor in a son of man in whom there is no help. That's Psalms 146.3. The Almighty's word, though, gives wonderful, encouraging, and positive hope. He states through Peter, the apostle, repent, Mm. therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. 
so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Yeshua who has preached to you before whom heaven must receive until the time of restoration Mm. of all things which the Almighty has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. And he quotes that. That's in Acts 3, 19 uh, through 21. Praise Uh, God. Since the world began, he said, God commands us to allow, allow our minds to change and turn to him in heartfelt and obedient submission. I, I just don't know how people can say there is no God. I look around and see God in everything. everything. How could you not admit that? And God already told you in Romans 1 that we want to admire the creation more than the creator. So the Day of Atonement, which is another Holy Day concerns itself with the spiritual, legal, and moral aspects of reconciliation with God. And it's a, bro- a, a resulting state of atonement mm. at one minute, at one moment <laughs> with him and each other. Because you're going to have that atonement yes. one way or the other at the end. Before reconciliation, there must be repentance. Yes. I hope all of those folks who were looting and everything, they need to give that stuff back. That's mm-hmm. repentance. Yes. And before repentance, there must be something else. Belief. Yeah. It's obvious some of our belief systems are out of whack. Yes. Our belief must be strong enough and with sufficient understanding that it does not just drive us to our knees to save our skin, but also compels us to make the sacrifices necessary to change our conduct. And I'm serious. You really are sorry for what you did, looting and burning? You need to turn yourself in. I mean, because that is your repent. That is your admission to God that you are ready to take on new steps. Luke quotes Jesus as saying, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Uh Uh-oh, that's forever. Let me read that again. Unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And that Mm. was Luke 13, 3 through 5. And this and those quotes would be in red in the Bible, because you know when Jesus (laughs) Yeshua spoke it, it was in red. (laughs) So repent means to think differently after it signifies a change in mind strong enough to produce both regret and change of contact. Yes. Oh, Lord, I repent of all my sins. I repent sins. right now, Father. I, forgive me. Yes. yes. I, it not only brings me to my knees, but also brings me for a change in, in my habits, in my thinking, in my thought patterns, everything. Yes. You know, the very essence of sin, its essential element is disbelief in the Word of God. Yes, it is. Whether you read from the Bible, heard it from the pulpit, or seen in Yeshua's examples, as long as one rejects the truth of the Almighty in the person of his messenger, Yeshua, his message of repentance towards the Almighty is not possible. The appeal of King David 
and, and Apostle Paul as recorded in Hebrews 3, 7 through 9, and, and also 12 through 13, and also verse 19. Now I'm going to summarize it. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, mm. if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness. Because they're moving to the suburbs. Yes. They was all in the city. city yeah. Now they're going to the suburbs. They in Beverly Hills. Yes. Not in Watts. Not in Compton. Mm. Not in Hawthorne. They in Beverly Hills. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today. Hey, yes. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. So we see that Israel could not enter into God's rest because of unbelief. And so many times we just look at this. Um, one of the last things that we wanted to bring up and maybe the next show, if our relationship is solid with God, then we must also start fasting to stay connected with him in addition to praying and worshiping him. So let's take... Well, let's just go ahead and recognize uh, Dr. Elton Powell, yes. uh, Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Uh, visit him at www.dynamicspineandwellness.com or call him at 850-402-9061 and let them know that the Stone Builders referred you because I know we out of town. But you know what? I think we need to go on with a new series. This is the first one in June. Oh, Farm Share, this Saturday, Madison County. Mark your calendar. Go to WeLivingStones.org or go to our website on Facebook so you get the details. But, you know, just thank you for listening. I just pray for God to touch you in every area of your life and invite him to be your friend and invite the Savior to be a part of you so that you are one with him. And we're out. Till next right. week. See you next week.